Welcome to episode 100 of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. Today, in celebration of 100 episodes, I have a challenge for you, the 100 rep challenge. And also, you're going to get to meet my puppy. Let's go. 100 episodes of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You know, I never set out to be a podcaster. That's not something I planned on when I entered the fitness industry. Three years ago this month, I attended a seminar, a business seminar in New York City with my coach and mentor, Jordan Syatt. He was putting on a seminar for coaches, a business seminar, coaches in his inner circle, which at the time I was not a member of his inner circle, but I got myself an invitation to this seminar. And it's one of those things. Have you ever heard um, that piece of advice? If you want to get better, you should put yourself in places where you're the dumbest person in the room. That's how I felt walking into that room that day. I wasn't sure who was going to be there or how many people were going to be there. It turned out there was like 10 of us. And I walked in, my friend, Susan Niebergall, you might know Susan. She's been in the podcast be- on the podcast before. We'd met once before she walked in with me. We walked in, I saw Carter Good. I saw Chad Hargrove. And I was like, wow, these are coaches that, you know, their business is a bit ahead of mine. They've grown fat. They've, they've been doing this longer than I have. We knew each other, but not well. And I was immediately intimidated. It was an incredible weekend. I learned a lot. On the last day of the seminar, Jordan told all of us that he wanted us to go home and start a podcast, that that's where the future was. The future was in voice. So go home, start a podcast. And I did. I got on the app Anchor and I started the Fitness Simplified podcast three years ago this week. 99 episodes in the books. If you have not listened back very far, if you're newer, go back and listen. There is gold in these episodes, if I do say so myself. I have had the pleasure of interviewing some of the brightest minds in the fitness space. I have brought on guests who are people who are struggling with real nutrition and fitness questions, and I coach them through on many of these episodes. And of course, there's a lot of solo episodes of me ranting about all kinds of important nutrition and fitness um, topics. So today is my hundredth episode. And I'm going to just, you know, I do have notes here in front of me at 50 years old, um, at 50 years old, I can't hold all of this in my brain. I need I need an outline. So today, in honor of episode 100, I have a challenge for you. The 100 rep challenge. Now, this is not like one of those 100 rep challenges you may have tried or have seen where it's like, do 100 reps of squats or do 100 reps of sit-ups. This is not like that. I actually got this idea from my dog, Lily May. Now, Lily, Lily is my new puppy. Let's, we should bring Lily on. Lily, Lily, hi, come here. I'm going to bring Lily up to meet you. This is Lily May. Hi, Lily. Can you see the people? So Lily, here you go. For those of you listening, you can't see Lily, but she's super cute. If you're watching, here she is. This is my cutie pie little doggy. Not sure if you can see her. I'll bring her up here so we can see her. So Lily is 13 weeks old. She has been with us for a month. She's a mini golden doodle. She is adorable. She's a lot of work. She's learning a lot of new things. We have hired a coach for her, not a coach. That I guess you'd call it a coach. We have hired a dog trainer for her, mostly for us, frankly. she He is training us on how to help her listen to commands. Our trainer's name is Peter, and he works with us on things like helping her sit or helping her focus or helping her um, come um, helping her drop it. She's not doing drop it so well yet. I'm going to put you back down, my baby. Good job. So 
Um, let me find my space in my notes here. Give me just a sec to pull these down. So Peter wants us with each command we're working on, he wants us to have 40 successful reps with Lily in 40 different places. So like the living room and the backyard and the dining room and the, the garage and all these different places. And we're frankly failing at many locations, but we're really getting in these reps with her. We've done at least 40 reps with each of these commands and Lily is catching on. She is learning how to um, listen when her, when her name is called to turn and look at us. She is learning to focus on our eyes. When we say focus, she is learning to sit and to leave it. Now you're not a dog and I'm not a dog. I'm not, I'm not comparing you or I to dogs. But I've just been thinking a lot about this idea of how we need to put in reps to master a skill. You've probably heard the common idea that it takes 21 days to create a habit, right? You've heard that one? That's actually a myth. Now, the author, James Clear, he wrote the book, Atomic Habits. If you haven't read that, you should totally read that. He is an expert on the subject of habits. And he shares how this myth got started. So as the story goes, there is a um, plastic surgeon in the 1950s, he is his name is Maxwell Maltz. And Maxwell Maltz observed that it generally took his patients at least 21 days to adjust to seeing their new noses after a nose job. So they'd look in the mirror and they would be you know, surprised or startled for about 21 days, minimum of 21 days. He noticed the same phenomenon with patients who were amputees. So they'd have lost an arm or a leg and they would have this phantom limb kind of going on for a minimum of 21 days before they would adjust. So Dr. Maltz produced, produced, wrote this book. It was a blockbuster book in the 1960s. And he shared this bit of wisdom in there. I'm gonna actually quote what he said. This is what he said. Quote, it requires a minimum of 21 days for an old mental image to dissolve and a new one to gel. And this quote became influential in every corner of the self-help industry, but part of it got dropped. And the part that got dropped was it takes a minimum. And so the oft quoted, but not scientifically accurate fact, putting that in quotations, that it takes 21 days to create a habit was born. So how many days does it take to create a habit if it's not 21? Well, it varies. One study I found, I found this reference um, from James Clear. There is a scientist in England um, by the name of Philippa Lolly. She published in the European Journal of Social Psychology some research that points to it taking anywhere between 18 and 254 days. Okay, that's a huge variance there. Give me a second to make sure my dog's not eating my cords. She's sleeping. Um, that's a lot of variance. So um, BJ Fogg, he is a an expert at Stanford University. He runs their behavior design lab. He's an expert on habit formation. And he tweeted this, how long does it take to form a habit? That's actually not a helpful question. A better question is, how do I create a habit quickly and easily? Some of you already know my answer, tiny habits. That's actually the name of his book. That is what I want you to do with the 100 rep challenge. I want you to build a tiny habit quickly and easily. You'll be putting in the reps, at least a hundred of them, hence the name. But what Dr. Fogg teaches is that it's not just the repetition itself that is important, but the emotion that you feel when you're performing that behavior or immediately right thereafter. That is the hack. Feeling successful is the hack here which brings me back to Lily May. 
immediately after she successfully performs a given command, we reward her with a celebration. So the timing of that is very important. Peter, our dog trainer, his instructions for us are really clear. As soon as she completes command, yes, and treat in the mouth. So as soon as her butt hits the floor for sit, sit, butt hits the floor, yes, treat. It's not butt hits the floor, wait two minutes, and then say yes and treat. She would have no connection there. And it's gonna be the same for us. Dr. Fogg suggests that you do this. Right when you finish your tiny habit, you celebrate, not later in the day. Okay, so what kind of celebration? Now, I want you to keep an open mind here, okay? Keep an open mind. Give yourself a high five in the mirror. Say yes, like I do for Lily. Give yourself a double thumbs up, okay? Yeah, you could say victory. Do a little elbow pump. You could say go me or rub your hands together. Anything that's going to give you this little burst of celebration, this like, yeah, I did it. I know that might feel a little bit, a bit silly. It absolutely works for Lily. And I'm telling you, it's going to work for you if you can push past that I feel silly. So let's get really clear on exactly each of these steps that I've just kind of walked you through vaguely. You're going to pick one habit, a teeny tiny habit that you would like to form. It could be nutrition. It could be exercise related. It has to be small. Now, Dr. Fogg discusses that his quest to become a um, tooth flosser, he wanted to be somebody who flossed his teeth and he wasn't. He started by flossing a single tooth, one tooth, not a bunch of teeth, one tooth. So it can be that little. And he would do that single tooth flossing right after he brushed his teeth. This is an important point. It brings us to step two, which is you need to find a trigger for your new habit. This is where your new habit will fit into your existing routine. I want you to ask yourself this question. What will this habit come after? Here are a couple of examples for you. So let's say you decide that you want to do some mobility work. You're going to do three T-spine extensions, three T-spine rotations. The question to ask yourself is, after what will I do these T-spine rotations? After I make my bed in the morning, I will do three T-spine rotations. That's the trigger, making your bed. What about if you want to, let me, sorry, I messed up my notes here. Now I can't find them. Um, okay. Well, you want to move more. I will walk for two minutes. Okay. Little tiny, little tiny habit. I'm going to walk for two minutes. What will that new habit come after? After each meal, I will walk for two minutes. Okay. When will I do it? After each meal. You with me so far? Pick a super tiny habit. You really want to be able to accomplish it. Ask, what will this habit come after? Last step, that's the celebration. This creation of positive emotions is the clincher. You cannot skip it. It's what is going to hardwire it into your brain. Do a little shoulder shimmy, a little hair toss. You know, you say, I'm a legend. I'm gonna walk you through what I'm gonna do for each one of these steps. So the habit I've decided to work on is being better hydrated. I have struggled with this forever. Actually, it has been a perpetual problem in my life that I am under hydrating. It dates back at least, and maybe even longer, but it sure dates back into uh, the late 2000s. I had a, an experience. I'm gonna leave this full story for, for another episode. I can't believe I haven't shared it on here before. I don't think I have. Um, this story starts with me suggesting to my friends and yet another failed weight loss attempt that we walk a marathon together. So we trained to walk the Baltimore Marathon and the way I ended that was at the finish line in an ambulance, 
hooked up to IV fluids with dehydration. That, that continues to be an issue for me to this day. How do I know that? Now, don't be too grossed out. I know because I often have extremely yellow urine. So I have decided I'm going to work on being more hydrated. Now, it would be too uh, broad for me to say I will drink more water, right? I need to be more focused. So how much water am I going to drink? I'm going to drink eight ounces of water. That's step one. I picked my habit. I'm going to drink eight ounces of water. Then I ask myself that question. After what will I do this habit? I've decided that I'm going to do my new habit after I get all of my ingredients out for a meal. So every time I make a meal, once all the ingredients are out and I'm ready to cook, that's when I'm going to pour my eight ounces and drink it. You might be sitting there thinking like, well, that's a strange time, Kim. Not Why not drink it when you sit down to eat your meal or after your meal? And the answer is because I'm a mom. Okay. A dinner, especially when we're all eating together, I don't know what's going to be happening. I'll be getting up and getting something. We'll be talking about this or that. So I decided the time that I'm alone, because there's nobody coming in to help me cook dinner. The time that I'm alone and can be more focused, is going to be right after all the ingredients are out. I'll also get out my glass. I'll pour my eight ounces of water. Boom. I'll drink it. All right. And this brings me to the third step. The third step is what? I need a celebration. Okay, so are you familiar with the song Juice by Lizzo? I love this song. I especially love the song when she sings it with Harry Styles. Love those versions. Do you know this line? If I'm shining, everybody gonna shine. Yeah, I'm goals. That's my celebration. That's what I'm gonna do after every single time. Okay, now let's move on to you. It is your turn. You're gonna get in 100 reps. So for me, if you think about 100 reps, three meals daily, approximately 33 days. That's how long it will take me to get in hundred reps. But remember what Dr. Fogg says, it's not how long it takes. It's about focusing on creating that emotion with the celebration. So I've got my fun Lizzo celebration. Your turn, pick a tiny habit, teeny tiny, make it something you see value in doing. Okay. You don't want to pick something you actually have no desire at getting better at. Select your trigger. The question to ask yourself again is what will this come after? And then choose your celebration, something little. Think of when I say yes to Lily and how much she loves that. Lily, you want to come back up here with me? Lily's tired. Lily's sleeping. Who's in? Are you in? Message me to tell me how this goes. You can DM me on Instagram. You can send me an email, kim at kimschlagfitness.com. You can tag me in your stories or in your posts if you make a post about the habit that you're working on. I want to see what is your habit what are you doing it after? So what's your trigger and what is your celebration? Thank you so much for being with me here today on my 100th episode and celebrating this moment with me. Let's go, 100 day challenge. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I hope you found it educational, motivational, inspirational, all kinds of ational. If you did enjoy this episode, if you found value in it, I would love it. It would mean the world to me if you left a rating and review wherever you are listening to this podcast. That really does help it get in front of more people. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to the channel and give it a like. Again, this stuff really does matter. It helps for my stuff to get in front of more people and help more people. Thanks so much for being here. I will see you next time.